Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. from God. I am God. What? What? Oh, wow, the blasphemy has already yeah, started. Yeah, no shit. Sometimes you say <laughs> stuff and I don't want to be sitting next to you. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, look out for lightning over there. <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> um, so apparently, what the hell did I do here? I don't know. What apparently I renamed something, put reflectors on your bike. Put reflectors. Oh, no, no, never mind. I know what that is. <laughs> Well, we were talking about you putting. I, you, I'm just double checking which side sounds better. The front, the okay, same side okay. that you've had it on every week. Why do you constantly think that there's well, something? I shoved it over to the side. Oh so. my god! See what happens is, I get before we do the show, I sit down and prep. I swear to God, what? if you if you touch that fucking, why do you do this every week? I don't know. Every week. No, every week he fucks with that little button on his microphone. I didn't do it last week. And every yes, you did. I not, did not. Yes, you did. I did not. We talked. We had the same discussion last week. And I tell you, not, leave it not, alone. But for some reason, like a fucking three-year-old, he's got to touch everything. Touch. And there's nothing wrong with his microphone. It's been the same setup for weeks. But every week he's like, well, maybe it's not right. And it's like it's fine. Just talking to it. Shut up. You shut up. No. Yes, I hate you. I know. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. man. Fun time. So what's been going on, Casey? Oh yeah, that's 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 Casey over there, and uh, I'm Jason Emmett. I'm still dead. And like you said, I am Casey Masterpiece. I already said that. Yeah, you said it twice. I'm saying it again. We don't need to say it again. I said it twice. They don't really need to know. At least you didn't say I was God. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) (laughs) But I am. No, you're not. God. Okay, Donald Trump. Thinking a little highly of yourself these days, aren't you? I think Kanye said the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, he did. No, he was Jesus. Jesus? Oh, that's right. Which, you know, just goes to show... You're you're not even the actual version. You're a fucked up name version. So that's pretty much what he is. Ebonics Jesus. I've heard he smells really bad. Like I've heard he has a severe bo problem. Ser- yeah, seriously, le- legitimately, me, I have heard that. So. Well, I mean, he's not mentally well. So I yeah, mean, I think. Yeah. Like if you put like him and Donald Trump in a room, do you think they'd kill each other because they both think they're, mo- they're the most important person in the world? Or <laughs> how long do you think it would work? <laughs> Two of the biggest uh, narcissists you can find. I tell you what, that will be a hell of a sitcom. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people tell me I'm the best rapper in the world. A lot of people say it. A lot of people. Con- Con- Trump and Kanye? Uh, that would be good. 
All right, let's do a little uh, retro review news stuff here. It's time to peer into a strange and mysterious world. And your hosts bring you Retro Review! As is usual in the case... I don't have a ton, just a couple little things. And one is, is piggybacking off something we talked about on the last episode, which was the uh, Motley Crew, you know, Tommy Lee, the big, we're still doing the show, we're still doing the show. Well, they might be, we don't know. All we do know is that they are now saying they will let us know on June the 1st. That's when the big announcement's going to come out as to whether the stadium tour is going to take place or not. I have a very sneaky suspicion it will not. I can tell you right now that, um, uh, like, the Indiana Comic Con and Ohio Comic Expo, they've already been canceled and uh, for later. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to prevent I, – I think they're going to open regular stuff back up, but not big gatherings. I, I, th- I think they're right. going to postpone it till next summer. Well, you know that Disney, Disney World and Disneyland are closed until next year, right? Ooh, I didn't know till next year. Yeah, and I mean they probably got the money; they can do that. They don't care. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, so, um, so I just feel sorry for their workers, though. Well, I, I bet you they're, I bet you they're paying certain staff members. I mean, I, I certain, I, but yeah, not well, all. They're not going to pay everybody. You know, come on. Uh, I mean, if you worked at the freaking handing out Mickey bars, you probably. <laughs> <laughs> Although those guys should be treated extra special because Mickey bars are the shit. Uh, but yeah, so they they basically came out and said we it's not really up to them, although I'm sure they will have a say in it. They're mm-hmm. waiting for the powers to be to kind of make the decision, so it's not really up to them whether they get to do it or not. So they said that they'll find out more information and and announce whether they're gonna the tour's gonna go on on June first. I have a sneaky suspicion it will not, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It all depends on Walt Disney's corpse and what he has to say. Well, I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about Molly Crew, but you know he might have something to say with that. Who who knows? Yeah. Uh, the other thing, the other piece of information I've got is um, that this actually just broke like yesterday. Yesterday, as to when we're recording the show, a few days after when the show gets released. But as of yesterday, that would be May the 5th. That would be Cinco de Mayo, also Taco Tuesday, for those of you who are keeping up with the numbers. Uh, May the 5th, uh, Demolition Man 2 is in the works at Warner Brothers, according to Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Stallone has revealed that he's working on a sequel to the 1993 Demolition Man over at Warner Brothers. Uh, Demolition Man 2 may yet break free from its proverbial project Cryo prison, ha! There you go. That's because Sylvester Stallone, who headlined the cheeky 1993 action sci-fi cult classic, has dropped the intriguing news that the highly hypothesized sequel uh, is on the docket over at Warner Brothers. This is according to Den of Geeks, by the way. Uh, Den of Geek, I'm sorry. Stallone made the revelatory statement in a rather casual manner during a Q&A on his Instagram, answering a fan's question about a potential Demolition Man sequel with a surprisingly potent, albeit brief, reveal of the project's apparent position on the studio's backlog. As Stallone answers of the sequel prospects, uh, I think it's coming. We're working on 
uh, I think it's coming. You know, we're working, we're working on it right now with Warner Brothers. It's, it's looking fantastic. <laughs> Adrian. Yeah, that's mine. Whatever. Shut up. No, no, Great impersonation. no, no. We we Great. love your impressions, so we we want to hear more. That's Keep it. it up, Stewie. That's it. Let's hear your Arnold. I, 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 I. All right, do Bruce Willis. Have a couple of drinks. I don't even remember the line right now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that was a hard one. He said, "So that should come out. That's that's going to happen." Um, while that is the extent of Stallone's sequel comment, it nevertheless adds fuel to the fire of Demolition Man 2, which has long been a topic of discussion for film fans who have come to appreciate the satirical quasi-future set sci-fi actioner. Still hy- hypothesizing about the way in which the infamous three seashells serve as a futuristic toiletries. An especially time- timely topic with the recent pandemic incited toilet paper shortages reviving the scene in question as a meme um there's more but you know that's pretty much what we need to know about the whole thing uh, i know that joel silver and and all the like the original people have been in talks too so i don't i don't really know what's going on but could be a sequel to demolition man coming out so i i don't know if anybody's really noticed this thing that stallone tends to do and that is like fall back on his old original projects and over wears them, wears them out and over and over oh, again. Yeah, it's like every time he starts to kind of like not when he can't figure out what to do, he just makes another Rocky. Or now it's Creed, but which Creed is great. I started watching Creed two and didn't make it through. Uh, it's not Ooh, that, that I bad. just no, I don't think it was. I just wasn't. I couldn't. I wasn't finding interest in it. So I don't know, but and then he did Rambo: Last Blood, which is it's not good, and it's like for some reason hugely popular right now. Rambo: Last Blood, like people are talking about. So this pandemic is doing something to people's brains. I've noticed because you think? Oh no, no, no. yeah, you're being a smartass, but I'm being legit because I can prove it right here. One of the number one movies on Netflix the last few weeks has been The Last Airbender, and everybody knows it sucks. I thought it was Tiger King. Tiger King's not a movie. Oh, well, yeah. First of all. <laughs> Whatever. But Last Airbender is uh, an atrocious pile of crap. Like, it is so bad, yet people are watching it like crazy on there. And if you get yeah. on there, they do this thing on Netflix. It's like the number one movies on Netflix this week, and it's like what people are watching. Some of them are really bad. And it's like, why people know these are bad movies? So why are they going? I, I'm telling you, man, it's pandemic brain. Yeah, I think it's a combination of the pandemic brain, but also just like just seeing dumb shit kind of relaxes people. No, it doesn't. I know it does me. Airbender did not relax anybody who's a fan at all. It just pissed them off. <laughs> they, were, they were ready to murder because it sucked so bad, so... Um, Oh, so really cool piece of news around here, and you guys might want to check in your local states, but drive-in movie theaters are opening back up, which is really pretty happening. Uh, Kind of makes sense, too. Uh, I guess the problem, the only issues they're having is you got to kind of try to figure out the bathroom situation, because I don't know if you've ever been to the drive-in, but... That's why you bring a jug. <laughs> right. So the bathrooms can get pretty uh, long. Line. They need to just put some porta potties out there to help. I think would help alleviate some of the 
Or just empty bottles. Well, we can do that, but not everybody can do that. And we'll just give women funnels. And then there's the whole, you know, concession. So we didn't know it, but apparently the drive-ins around here were uh, last month or two were letting you come up between 5 and 9 p.m. and buy concession. Like you could buy popcorn and hot dogs and hamburgers and take it, like take out concession. And I've been listening to Stu Bitch for the last month about wanting movie theater popcorn. Had we known that. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't know about the, uh, I know about the movie theater popcorn. I didn't know about the drive-in. Are there theaters around here selling popcorn? Yes, sir. Um, Esquire, uh, Kenwood. Not that close. Um, There's a few others. I'm going to Kenwood. So... Yeah. So yeah, I I knew that some theaters were doing that. I didn't know any around here like the the ones really close to us. I don't think are. So um, I wonder how they're selling it. Like just in the buckets, or are they actually sell them in bags? I think it's just in bags. Yeah, it's probably bagged. They probably pre-make it, and you come in and buy it. Just a so, stack of popcorn. Yeah. But I thought that was cool. The The downside is it looks like a lot of them, you know, they really need to take this time to play a bunch of retro movies, you know, like do some Raiders of the Lost Ark, and which I actually saw at a drive-in when I was a kid. But, I mean, do some of that kind of stuff. You know, they should have, like, you know what they really should have done is tried to get, like, the Star Wars movies. And because May the 4th just happening, you know, they could have played those. Like, but I think that a lot of them are opening up with crap like, Trolls and World Revenge Tour. Of the Fifth. Trolls World Tour and crap. Well, it's, you know, well Disney owns all that. Well, so, I mean, they got to spread is, that love Disney, on their Disney is know, not, app. Disney is not Trolls. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Star Wars. But Oh, yeah, but you can still... Yeah. I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. But theaters... I mean, you just... You pay to basically rent the film and then you and uh the 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 driving over here went digital a few years back so you know i mean oh yeah i do remember that as much as i hate that amc is not gonna put playing universal i will will. i will be going somewhere Mm -hmm. else to watch it they'll figure something out they'll come to an agreement because nobody can take that hit amc can't take that hit universal can't take that hit you remember too it was like oh shit sony and and Disney aren't going to work together and play nice anymore, so we're not going to get any more Spider-Man movies. And they came to mm-hmm. a, not only did they come to a huge deal, but they're going to be releasing a spider live-action Spider-Man 2099 TV show on Disney Plus, along oh, okay. along along with Sony. Now, now you're blowing my mind here. Yep, you did. That is awesome. You heard about that yet? Yeah, twenty. I have not. Do you, if you remember Spider-Man 2099 um, comic book, in which the guy in the future tries to mimic the that's the powers the, the, and the equivalent of that would be if Warner Brothers did a live action Batman Beyond. But sort of, yeah. Same kind of concept. It, um, but since Warner Brothers don't have their stuff together, that's never going to happen. But go on ahead. But I guess that's slated for like next year or something. So yeah, so they're gonna they're talk. Well, it's in talks right now. A live action on Disney Plus. So. Yeah, no. Um, I guess Sony and and Disney are playing real real nice right now. Cause you can't afford not to. You just can't. I mean, right. they're making each other lots of money. It's stupid when people start acting like a complete butthole over stuff. You know, it's like we're making money. Let's do this mm-hmm. right. So, um, 
so we'll go ahead and uh, announce a. See, there's going to be a, a break here in a, in a few minutes that you you at home will experience nothing, but we will because we're going to have a guest joining us for this week's topic. This week's topic is Nirvana. We're going to be talking Nirvana. Um, we're going to be talking about Nirvana, and we let the guest pick the topic, and it, it sort of worked out for us. So we're going to be having uh, Matt Hoffman joining us. And if you don't know who Matt Hoffman is, he was one of the stars from Big Brother 12. Uh, we met him... Uh, Many moons ago. It's been a while now. Well, at uh, Big Brother 21? Well, yeah, but we that has nothing to do so with when we... about five years ago? At it's been Warhound? more than five years, dude. Oh, oh yeah, way more. <laughs> it's been a lot more than five years. <laughs> that was a fun time. Uh, just say that. Yeah, we met him at Horror Hound Columbus. Um, Stewie's kind of kept in some some form of communication with him. He's a hell of a nice guy. Um, we just sort of, I don't even know really how it happened. We were talking to him about something else altogether, and then this show kind of came up, and we were like, how would you like to sit in on a show? And he's like, talk about what? We're like, well, you pick the topic, man. <laughs> he was kind of weirded out, but like, I don't know. It's your show. And we're like, no, man, what do you want? And he was like, "Well, how about Nirvana?" And we're like, "Hell yeah, we'll do Nirvana." So we're doing it. We're 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 dipping into the '90s a little bit. He's a super fan of Nirvana, and uh, we'll we'll have him on here in a few minutes, and we'll sit with him and talk some Nirvana, maybe a little smidge of Big Brother, but mostly Nirvana. And uh, the other piece of news is we are shifting gears, so there'll be an episode this week and an episode next week. Yeah, that's what I said. Um, because we're doing this one with him, but we're also going to be doing, it is the, oh God, third, 30th anniversary. Yes. It hurts. Of me the to first live action Ninja Turtles. Yes. And here comes another gray hair. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Another. Shit, dude, your whole head's gray. 1990. Gray. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Uh, it's the 30th anniversary. So we're going to, we're going to talk, we're going to do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the movie. Uh, but we're going to announce some cool stuff because on, I believe it's May the 23rd, I'll, I'll have to uh, double check that, but they're doing a virtual live pizza party online and like a bunch of the stars are going to be there. I'm sure they'll get Corey Feldman because what else is he doing? Uh, but the a uh, April O'Neil is hosting the whole thing and, and they're... Is she still hot? Yeah, she looks great. Sweet. And uh, so that we're going to uh, kind of do an episode on that. And uh, I'm a big fan, actually, so I, I've always been a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan, but do you know that movie was, like, um, it was, like, shot into almost independent style on, a, like, a very small budget, and it made, like, a trillion dollars, which is why the second one had Vanilla Ice in it, because mm, the second one was not good. But They, pe but they it, could afford him. People have kind of grown to like the second one a lot because of how bad it is, I guess. It's kind of got the Ninja that, rap? that kind of, like, campy... Uh, cult following i guess i i was severely let down and being things how i was not a vanilla ice fan i was really irritated at the time so but so that's going to be coming out uh and right after this episode like i said on the heels of that the, the 30th anniversary coming up 
we this is the first you know we were talking about this is like all we've done is movies this is the first music we've di- we've dove into and we probably would have done some music coming up here soon which, which we will we and did music we did glam well the glam we yeah. did glam yeah that's true but we want to do some tv and cartoons and stuff too so um we'll be doing more of that stuff and you guys are welcome to write us if you have any suggestions stuff that you might be interested in seeing there's uh, it's your mix tape podcast at gmail.com. Just, uh, you know, let us know how we're doing. Let us know if there's anything you'd like to hear thoughts. You have, uh, ways to make fun of Stuart. We're good with all of it. So, ha ha ha. Uh, so yeah, you can write us. Also, we did get it fixed on Facebook. It is now just mixtape podcast or whatever. The mixtape podcast <laughs> on <laughs> Facebook. Uh, Stu's in a really weird mood tonight. Yeah, lack of sleep. Yeah, it's making him. He's just sitting over here making weird noises, and I don't know what the hell he's doing. But uh, it's time to put him away. Howdy ho, good neighbor. I really don't know what's going on with him. But before we have um, our special guest on here in a few minutes, uh, you know what we like to do every week. We like to give a little PSA shout out to the people out there so you can learn something vitally important to your life from this show. Last week, <laughs> we were you, graced with a presence. Last week, you learned, you know, that being a teacher is important and you might want to think about doing that because you get the big desk and little, little people look up to you, apparently. I don't know. Uh, but this week, we have a very special message. So I'm going to I'm going to play this really quick. So you guys, I recommend you you listen and you take this advice to heart and you follow it for the rest of your life because it's very important. So here you go. It's getting dark. Slow down. It's hard to see. Look out a car. You boys okay? Dusty, we didn't see you. And I couldn't see you. No wonder you don't have reflectors. They tell drivers where you are. I see what you mean. Remember, if you have to ride when it's getting dark, have the right equipment. And wear bright clothes. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! I mean, thank God we have Dusty to tell us that we need reflectors on our bikes. Because we would all be dead if not for reflectors. I'm wondering if he's the one that told everyone to, for them to wear helmets. I don't know. See, we're at weird mood. He needs to get more sleep. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Shut up. Oh boy. So yeah, let's go ahead and, like I said, for you folks at home, nothing's going to change. Everything will stay the Nothing same. Nothing to see here. These are not absolutely not. What is it good for? Good God, yeah. Say it again. What is it good for? Okay, anyway, we're going to go ahead. (laughs) You know, I don't think I'm going to edit that part. I'm just going to leave all that. Oh, yeah, that's part of the fun of the show. That's not part of the fun of the show. That's part where everybody's going, why? This is where I should turn this off. I thought I told you never to interrupt me while I'm working. That's right. Don't. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. For the folks at home, nothing's going to change. But for us, we have a mimic. We have a mimic. And we're going <laughs> we're going to take that mimic and uh we will be right back with our guest host for the week, Mr. Matt Hoffman. <laughs> Shut up, Stuart. <laughs> 
Hello. Hello, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, what's up? Hello. <coughs> How's it going? Not too bad, man. How's it going there? Very good, very good. All right, so you're on with, uh, this is Jay. Uh, I'm Stuart, or Stu. And I'm KC. So KC's All back right. there in the background there. He's right. he's Skyping in for social distance purposes. So, yes. <laughs> Where do you guys live? Uh, we live just outside of Cincinnati. Ah, okay. Yeah. So... We've we've all actually met you before. Um, oh, have you? I mean, I know Stu. Obviously, I've worked from home for over like fifteen years. So this is all quarantine is just another fucking day for me, honestly. So, are you still doing web web stuff or? Uh, I mean, not not exactly. Not this. I'm doing prime programming. I'm doing uh, analytics, oh. engineering, writing nice. code, bunch of nerdy shit. Yeah. Where have I met the rest of you guys from? Uh, Horror Hound. Oh, all you? Okay. I think Columbus. Oh, I yeah. Faces. Probably cl- it's been a long time. It's been a long time. So, <laughs> dude, I know I gotta get back there. <laughs> we do too. We had tickets <laughs> for the most. Is it recently. happening? Uh, we don't. Uh, we don't know. We have no it idea. Would be September usually. Yeah, there's there's one in uh, well, there's two two every year now. There's one in Indiana and then one in Cincinnati. And we had tickets for the Cincinnati one, and it got well postponed. But I'm ha- I have a feeling it's gonna get canceled. When was that one for? It was actually for uh, this month. Must be sometime. March. And then, oh, okay. It got so postponed to May, like but... Control. Yeah, they're probably just going to nix that one and wait till September, right? Yeah. Probably, yeah. We were just talking Lost. about that, because um, I know we also have tickets for July. We have tickets for Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and, and uh, Joan Jett. They didn't cancel that yet? They haven't. Not yet. But well, they're, they're, they're making okay. an announcement on June 1st, and I have a feeling they're going to cancel it, so it is what it is. I suppose... West Virginia tomorrow night for a They Might Be Giants concert that I'm not going to. Oh. So are you are you in Chicago or? Yeah, I'm in Chicago. Uh, see, that's why Stu's obsessed with you. You know that, right? I'm not obsessed with <laughs> No, is that true? Good. I always use some fans. What, Chicago? What does that have to do with anything? I, I was born there. Oh, were you? Yeah. What area? Uh, well, I was born in the city, but we I moved and grew up in Mount Prospect and Buffalo. Yeah, Europe. I'm in the Burbs. I grew up in Schaumburg. I'm in Elgin now, so. Oh yeah, so you're just down the road from me. Yeah, right, what, exactly. Was. Yeah. yeah, thanks to Stu, we've we've had the opportunity to visit Chicago a couple of times now, so it's great. Yeah, it's a very fine city. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> it's no Cincinnati. No, it's a great city when the SWAT's not coming by. Yeah, so that's that's a really good story. So Stewie Stewie does jujitsu, and um, we went out there. He he was in a competition out there, and. Uh, KC and I, we met him out there. He was already out there with some of the other guys. So we we show up at the uh, the motel. I mean, we're right just outside the city limits, and we're there for maybe twenty minutes. And I I look at KC. I said, I'm going to go out in the car and get my phone charger. I open the front door and see a SWAT team <laughs> swarming the motel. So I just shut the door. We watch as I I, I kid you not, like this armored vehicle comes in. They tackle this guy outside the door. A guy with a sniper rifle comes out. So we wait. It looked like CeeLo Green. He did look like CeeLo Green. <laughs> so we, we wait. We wait for about an hour. And uh, I kind of I kind of open the door, and I start to creep out. And this guy comes around with a assault rifle. He's like, nothing to see here, guys. I'm like, dude, I've been in Chicago for an hour. For one hour. <laughs> so turns out a guy had murdered, had gotten out of prison the day before. Went and murdered his ex-wife and came to the motel we were at. So yeah, it's like, the city us. life. I, it was awesome. Chicago, you're getting a good taste. It's a I got, good taste I, of our culture. Had a great story to tell everyone, so it was great. It was <laughs> wonderful. But we actually had a blast on that trip. We, you know, we went, 
walked all over the city. I had my first churro. It was great. It was wonderful. Oh, so. wow. God, delicious. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, actually, Stu, Stu's been, we have, uh, me and Stu are both Big Brother fans, and he's been a fan for a long time. So, and uh-huh. you've always been one of his favorites because because you're from Chicago. I mean, <laughs> let's just face it. That's what it is. I feel like I didn't know that uh, Stu was a Big Brother fan. Like, I remember talking to you a bunch at Horror Hound. Yeah, uh, yeah, it must have come up obviously at some point. Well, I, just, I, I, I came didn't... up with a couple of other people that were actually fans of yours or from Big Brother as well, but is that I just the, happened to be in the background. Was that the Night of Living podcast guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amy and uh, Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. Oh, you know those guys? Oh yeah, yeah. They. Oh yeah. We've uh, we've been on their show. We did a show for oh god years. Uh, another '80s show, all about the '80s. And they they sat in on ours. Yeah, we've known them for a long time. So, oh, is this a new a new podcast venture? Where you guys did you you did other podcasts prior? Yep. Is we, this your only one you're doing now? Yeah, this is the only one we currently do. Um, we did one uh, about the '80s for years, and uh, basically my life imploded. I ended up getting a divorce and everything else, so it just sort of fell apart. And uh, we we've always kind of wanted to get back to it, so we said, ah, why not? I see. Why not it's now? Like a, so a rebirth. Of it, it is. Yes. What was the old like, one called? Uh, that was the obscure '80s, and there okay, was that's there, a whole, whole different thing. Uh, there was a it was supposed to be about really obscure '80s stuff, but it ended up just being anything we wanted to talk about in the '80s. Is this '80s '90s? I thought that's what Stu said. This is '80s and yeah. '90s, yeah. Okay. And you actually have the the um, what we call it the honor of when we when we put the word out like what do you want to do, and uh, he said he he said maybe Nirvana. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Because mm-hmm. I know we'll need to talk about Nirvana at some point, and this gives us a really good gateway to talk about Nirvana. Well, yeah, you so. know, he asked, he asked if I wanted to be on. I'm like, yeah, of course. And then uh, I quickly went from, like, guest to producer. He's like, okay, <laughs> what do you want to do? I'm like, nothing. I want to show up. And then he's like, go pick a topic. I'm like, what the fucking, wait a minute. No, I didn't sign up for this. And I'm like, I don't even know what the show is. So he's like, well, we're either pick, like, your favorite, like, movie or band from the 80s, 90s. I'm like, okay, my favorite movie from that era is Creepshow, and band would be Nirvana. He's like, okay, Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> We like to when we have guests on. We like to like talk about because we we'll talk about anything, and so it's kind of fun to like be like, so what what topic do you like from the eighties or from the nineties? You know, what's something you were really into? And then we've I will tell you, um, I was a pseudo Nirvana fan. Um, I listened to them. I had a, I had a single. <laughs> if you yes. remember Casingles. Oh yes, of yeah, course. I had. A, I'm in my forties. I know this stuff. I had a. Oh, I think it was. Uh, I want to say "Smells Like Teen Spirit" and the B side was, it was the live. It was the unplugged. Um, oh shit! I can't even remember now. But I listened to them, but I never like got fully immersed. And the last, I'd say, a week or so, we've done a lot of Nirvana, and I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, it gets a little depressing after a while. <laughs> well, yeah. It's timely with that post Malone thing that kind of went on. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's been kind of. But, you know, you kind of reminded of how just influential they really were, though, because it's... Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't listen to them often anymore, you know, but they're, like, I mean, a huge... They still... I mean, I still love them, so anytime I go back to it, like today I was listening to it a little bit, I'm like, fuck, man, these are, like, all great songs. Yeah. Well, and really what I've done in the last, say, week or so is, is just... I mean, I've always known about the band, but Stewie and I have kind of immersed ourselves in the world, like... We've watched some documentaries. We've learned a little more about him in the last week because you've always you knew the music, you knew Kurt Cobain died, you knew that stuff. But it was like, what do we not know? It's been really interesting. I, I did not know, for example, that 
that Dave Grohl was like their sixth drummer. <laughs> like they were going yeah, through drummers yeah, yeah, like yeah, he didn't crazy. Yeah. Right. Well, are, are we are we podcasting now? Is this a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that we started. We we started. Is this, is this, how do you? Guys yeah, we do we start we started. We just kind of did like a soft intro. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I didn't okay. fully intend to just start going into stuff, but you know how conversations go. <laughs> okay, then I'm, I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just been a really cool week. Like I said, I've listened to them since the '90s. My brother was more of a fan than I was. And so I never really took the time to get to know a lot about the band itself. And it's, it's a pretty interesting story. It really is just, we actually did a, a show a couple of weeks ago about glam, about glam rock from the eighties. And it, of course, you know, a lot of people bl blame grunge and Nirvana for the fall apart of, of glam, which really they weren't, it was more, uh, uh wasn't it guns and roses guns and roses kind of did some damage to glam. You know, glam. Yeah, they away. were they were the they were the glam without the glitz. It, you know, exactly, they, they exactly. had the music, but not the uh, you know makeup. Not the makeup, and they had long hair. Gimmick, not the gimmick. You know? Right, they hated the gimmick actually. So, yeah. and I've, you know, Nirvana. Like one of the things I love about them is I feel like there's such an anomaly to the other uh, rest of the grunge scene. Like, it, I don't know. Like, like if you take, uh, I feel like all the other grunge guy all the big bands and stuff were were grunge guys playing grunge music but nirvana were like punks playing they were punk music and you could you know like you look at any interview if you youtube any nirvana interview any of them and watch it and then you youtube any like pearl jam alice in chain soundgarden interview they're markedly different right because those are grunge guys they're all like brooding and moody and serious and uh, mysterious and angsty and nirvana is like playful punk fuck off we a genuine apathy. Uh, I don't know. I just they had that like ethos that they carried over. And the thing is, pre Nirvana punk music was fucking horrible. And I like a lot of it, but I'm I just saying too. like objectively <laughs> from a musical standpoint, it's like three bar chords and an L formation just hammered and shitty screaming, right? <laughs> so they took that, but the but the, the the mentality was great. It was the best type of you know. There was like it was passionate and it was uh, it meant something. And and it again, it had that kind of fuck everything attitude, but but it just sucked. And so Nirvana kept that that awesome punk mentality and they just kind of upped the musical game a bunch and then got tossed into this grunge community because their music sounded like grunge but they right. weren't those grunge people i don't think what i think is really like what you just said what i find really interesting is you know they did bleach and they kind of released that sort of on their own and then when they do Nevermind, i from from what you read and what you hear kurt cobain always thought that it was it was too polished it was too clean he didn't like it and he always said you know it's not that's kind of the punk mentality, right? This sounds too produced for him. So when they when they came out with their next album, they brought it back down a little bit, and it just sort of kind of shows their mentality of it. He he wasn't in it to be. I mean, yes, they became uber popular, but I don't think that was ever his. I don't think money and fame was really his goal. No, I mean like uh, I mean they had a genre defining hit that just blasted them right. into the stratosphere that they never played ever because they thought it was stupid. Like that's great, I love that, <laughs> and uh, and they'd go on live shows for performances and you know plan to play whatever fucking single Lithium or something, and then they just fuck around minutes before play like some B side or Territorial Pissings or something. I mean it's great. Like it was just such a cool punk attitude from a grunge band, and I loved it. I was uh, showing Stewie earlier the uh, what was it the what was the British show like on was it the Top of the Pop or whatever it was called yeah where they were they had to do the pre-recorded track and they totally were against it 
So they just stand up on stage and like. Oh, it's like all like weird, like they're, droned they're out. Fake, lip they're fake playing. fake playing their music and yeah, and, uh, I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. And he did, totally didn't sing the way the Novoselic is just swinging his instrument around in the air the whole time, and uh, Cobain singing like way deep and and that's a great example yeah. of all that. Yeah, I love a lot of early punks. I totally get what you're saying though. I I've always argued, you know. Punk is, I love it. I wouldn't call it good music, but I love it. So it just sort of... So, exactly. And you're right. He, you... he really has that mentality. Even sort of the way... I mean, I know they started wearing the flannels and stuff, but if you look at some of his outfits, even early on, it was more punk than not like the leather and the ripped stuff, but like he, yeah. he kind of... Yeah, he definitely had a punk vibe. But even that story you just told, I mean, you've seen the clips, so you're familiar with it. Could you put like uh, put Lane Staley or Chris Cornell in that situation? They're not doing that. Like, you know, that's it's different. Like they were grunge and they couldn't be that way. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> it was cool. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about kind of about the the band themselves. You know, like the formation. Uh, like I said, they, they multiple drummers. I mean, from the stories you read, by the time they got to to Grohl, who was introduced to him by one of the guys from the Melvins, right? So mm-hmm. by the time they got to him, they, they just could not agree on drummers. Like every drummer they had, they just it, they said it didn't work. But they said when they got to Grohl, it just sort of worked. It kind of completed the band. But I think what's funny is at that point they were already they were kind of they were out there, right? Bleach was already out there, correct? By before they ever got Grohl. Yes. Um, I didn't drummer was it the guy from Chad Mud? Channing drummed them Bleach? Was that is he Mud Honey? Is that who he's from? I don't know where he was from. I feel like he might have been. Maybe Tad. They they end up getting him. They they kind of just had this big hit. Like Nevermind comes out. They ended up getting picked up by uh oh, shit. I don't even know. Um, Geffen, right? DGC. Yes, Geffen. yes. And like I said, he he always was kind of complaining it was a little too polished. But the album was huge, and that's of course when I found out about it. We were in high school. This would have been our senior year, I think. No. And it would have been earlier in our, our, our senior years when... Like 91, 90, 91, yeah. something like that. So our senior year. I remember we had this thing on uh, at school called Channel One. I don't know if you know what Channel One is. Um, but every morning we'd have to watch this news. It was like a big thing because we had TVs in our classrooms and they do like... I think I saw that on Degrassi. <laughs> there you go. I was watching Degrassi. It's, yeah, it's probably, Anderson yes. Cooper got a start on there. So I remember in 94, right, a little bit before we graduated, watching Channel One and them talking about Kurt Cobain's death. And, like, people were crying in the classroom and everything. And I thought it was so weird, like, because, you know, I don't, I don't get it. But. A lot of deaths were on that time. Yeah. I mean, there was a Challenger as well. Wasn't that about the same time? Are you talking about the space shuttle? Yeah. No, dude. <laughs> no way, man. I was like in the, was like the 80s, early oh, 80s. My bad. Welcome to our show, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we do a lot of ball busting. Like I said, we've known each other for a long time, and we're like an old married couple. So Yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> and he's my little bitch. So it all works out, you know. And I'm their adopted son. <laughs> yes. Redhead stepchild. Quarantine uh, son. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, these guys come out, and it's this whole new sound. We're kind of getting to the end of the kind of big hair rock. It's kind of starting to die down. You got this brand-new sound coming out of Seattle. You know, I, I, we were talking about it this week. I'm like, do you think that everything's so depressing because Seattle's just, like, a really depressing town? Because they talk about it just rains all the time, and it's dark all the time, and 
Like, do you think that it was? I've been there a couple of times. It is. It's just kind of just <laughs> glum. It's, I dug it though. It feels like it might be. Like we had this big. You mentioned some of the other like quote unquote grunge bands, but one of the things that I've noticed was different about Nirvana is there's no like goofy happy songs. At least I can't point to any. And some of those other bands might have a lighthearted song here and there. They really don't. No, I mean they they dabble in pop, like you know you get like uh, like their Molly's Lips cover and stuff like that. Uh, I guess on Incesticide, but no, they're there's not no there's not like joyful themes to their songs. I wouldn't say. Which I, I find it really interesting because from what I hear, they started off as a CCR cover band. They did a band yeah, called Yeah, and that, uh, that big, what's it called, With the Lights Out, that big collection where it's a bunch of their demos and stuff. I think there's a couple covers on there of them doing CCR of songs Creedence. and Zeppelin songs and stuff. I, I just think that's I would love, I'm going to have to pick some of that up because I would love to hear. I never knew that until recently, and I'm like, oh, I got to hear Kurt Cobain doing Credence, man. <laughs> Proud Mary. Yeah, <laughs> it could be awesome. It could be really great. So they, like I said, they went through a couple different band names and everything, and I guess Kurt Cobain was really into, like, Eastern religion and stuff, and that's where he came up with Nirvana. He said, like, he didn't want your typical, like, butthole surfer. He wanted something a little different. So that's where he came up with the name Nirvana. This is what I hear. You never know. <laughs> Stewie's laughing. Yeah, butthole surfer. That's typical. Well, they they talk a lot about that, too. We, the butthole surfers, right? You know, yeah, yeah. Bands like them probably would have never been able, like, nobody would have bought into the butthole surfers if Nirvana hadn't kind of opened, paved some pathways for some of these guys. Cause I think they were so huge that all these record companies are like, okay, now we got to find other people, which, you know, that happens all the time. And so you started getting introduced to some of these other bands that we probably wouldn't have heard otherwise that kind of went a little more mainstream because of them, because of the success of nevermind was huge. I think it went like double diamond or something. It was like a monster hit. It's insane. Especially nowadays to think that, yeah, now you see the kids wearing their Nirvana shirts, and you're like, really? Do you know who they are? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Posers. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I like – we were Stewie didn't know about this one either. We were talking about the uh, at the uh, MTV VMAs, and they were told not to perform Rape Me. And this is, again, indicative of the kind of things they did. So Kurt Cobain gets up and plays, like, the first two lines of Rape Me, which Rape Me is in the first freaking two words of the song. And then he kind of stops and goes, oh, yeah, I'm not allowed to play that. It's like, of course you're not, you know. But that's just kind of who they were. Exactly, yeah. Kind of how they were. Again, then you get into the whole controversy, what you believe. Stu and I watched the documentary about whether he actually was murdered or if he killed himself or all that stuff. What what are your thoughts on that one? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist myself. I mean, like – I've seen, it's been a while, but I've seen, there's a couple of those documentaries I've watched and I read all that stuff. I was kind of into it for a while. And uh, it's not that I like don't think there's validity in what's said. It's just, I'm just so not a conspiracy theorist. Like someone will tell me I, he shot himself. I go, okay, he shot himself. I, like that <laughs> seems like Occam's razor, you know, the most, like, the most logical thing. It's just the simplest solution is probably it. And uh, yeah, you can look into it and you can make UFOs seem real and all this shit if you want. But I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I buy it. I think he probably killed himself. Well, I know Dave Grohl pretty much says, no, man, he killed himself. Like, Dave Grohl doesn't oh, did buy he? it at okay. all. Dave Grohl's like, he committed suicide. He said, he he was like, you know, I always knew, always knew Kurt was going to be a guy that, that died young. And of all people, didn't he, I think he had like a major beef with Courtney Love. So if anyone's yes. going to claim that she didn't <laughs> right? do it, he would not have been that right. person. They, so, have yeah, a, I mean, I guess that they had weight. a huge beef against each other, right. But, you know, we watched this documentary, which I think is called Served in Bleach. 
and it's it's pretty compelling. I'm like, well, they make some interesting points. But again, like you said, how much can you twist stuff to your point of view? Soaked in bleach. Soaked in bleach. What did I say? Is that the one where it plays the actual like calls with yes. Courtney Love? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that was that was my favorite of them all. Uh, it was the most convincing one. Yes, it is. But then you're also like, yeah, well, you know, it sounds like she might be like making stuff up, change it. But how high was and she? And she's such a whack job. Like, <laughs> right. She could say stuff and mean nothing. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So like, you could see, of all people, Courtney Love would be the one to just belligerently say shit and then not actually. Like, Absolutely. So you're like, how high was she when she was talking to him that yeah. time? And Lord knows what she was. I mean, she she's admittedly she was a heroin addict. It's not like. Do you know how much shit I've said that I was going to do and I was <laughs> fucked up and I just never did it? Like, she might be like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. She's not going to kill him when she comes and gets better, you know? Well, yeah, you know, and they were married, so I'm sure they threatened to kill each other all the time. But, I, I should say I've never been <laughs> fucked up on heroin. Let me, let me clear my name. I'd be just, like, you know, drunk on my ass with that. Like, NPR so, move. I'm so not what, comparing myself to Courtney Love. So what you're telling us is you're not a heroin addict. Okay, good. No, no I've never been on a Courtney Love vendor. We no, wanted, well, you weren't married to Courtney Love. That might have changed everything. You might have been a heroin addict if you were married to Courtney Love. I'm, I am I, I am not a whole fan. I am not a Courtney Love fan. I always said... You know, it might might have been the worst mistake Kurt Cobain could have ever made was marrying Courtney Love because I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. So if there's any whole fans out there, I apologize if I just stepped on your toes, but I can't. I can't handle it. Their so. kid is such a physical, perfect blend of the two of them. It's like the most. I feel like she looks exactly like a halfway point of those two people. See, I was just telling yeah. Stu, I was like, I think, which I would love to know the origin of the middle name Bean, but Francis Bean. Oh, just... it's because uh, they saw her ultrasound and they thought she looked like a bean. Oh. So they said we're going to name Bean when she comes out. Awesome. Oh, that's adorable. Better <laughs> than Elon Musk's kid's name. What I heard this. What is Elon Musk's? I heard it's pretty bizarre. Oh God, it's like a a few Greek symbols. Um... <laughs> how does it pronounced? I've seen it written out, but I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, I think it's like the same way you pronounce his prince's name. I was going to say, right? so we're just going to call it the baby formerly known as Musk? Is that is that where we're going to go with? Yeah, I was just telling, I pulled up a, a picture of her earlier, and I looked at Stu, I was like, you know, I, I, she looks a lot like her dad. She's really pretty. She doesn't, I don't know how she managed to get the way she is. but So is she in the public eye? Like, is she doing some, like, artistic stuff? or She she... writes songs, but she tries to, like, kind of, not in a negative way disassociate, but she doesn't want to be, like, Kurt Cobain's kid. And she's trying to, like, do her own deal. Yeah, you get, you kind of get both sides of those kind of kids, right? You get the ones that kind of are like, hey, my parents were famous, so I want to be famous, too. Uh, Jaden Smith. And then you kind of get, <laughs> then you get the ones like Joe Hill. That's like, I'm going to change my name because I don't want people, I don't want to be famous just because my dad was Stephen King. You know, he wanted to do it on his own merits. So I think that's kind of cool. But you got to respect that a little bit, you know. And I'm sure life for her was probably kind of difficult at times because she probably, you know, your dad killed himself. Oh, was he? He's like, she's probably heard all this stuff. And probably, oh, it's got to be crazy. Yeah. It's gonna be horrible. But yeah, so like I said, they kind of they come out when we're in high school. Where it's they were, I mean, monstrously huge. Everybody, so me and Stu like hung out. We knew a lot of the metalheads. That was kind of our our scene. We knew it. We still know a lot of the metalheads. We still hang out with them. <laughs> and and this kind of grunge band comes out, and it kind of like hit this new gap. You know, it was like they kind of just wedged right in there, right in between. It was like this opening of of. There's nothing here, and they kind of filled that. Because you, you kind of had your posers, right? You kind of had your popular kids that were, like, into them. And then you kind of had your metal kids that were into them. Yes, Nirvana, bringing people together. 
<laughs> yeah. No? no one? No? All right, cool. No. They come out, they release a few albums, they get really big. We all know what happens next. You know, Kurt, obviously, a lot of problems with drugs. I guess he'd had a lot of problems in life. They said he'd, he'd been in, like, pain for most of his life, some undiagnosed stomach thing. And it's, it's weird because when you see him in interviews, he seems like a pretty jovial guy. He doesn't seem like he's overly depressed or anything. But you never know what's going on inside somebody. So he ends up uh, 1994. What was it? It was April, right? Was it April 94? That he died? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, and like I said, I remember hearing the news on Channel 1 at school and literally seeing people start crying in my classroom. And I'd heard it kind of akin to, you know, talking to my mom. Now, I am no by no means am I putting Nirvana up with the Beatles, although, you know, they sold a lot of albums. But, you know, it's like my mom kind of said, it's kind of like when I was a kid. And, well, not a kid. I guess she was older. But when we found out John Lennon was shot, people just started crying. Because it affected him that much. What was scary about it was that you started having a lot of, like, copycat suicides happening. It's pretty scary when you hear that stuff. But and then he became part of the 27 Club. He was part of the 27 yeah. Club, yeah. No, I definitely well, remember we... where I was, you know, the, when that happened. And, like, I think that the Challenger <laughs> – sorry, Stu, I, I do remember <laughs> the Challenger disaster. And also uh, and 9-11 are, like, the three moments in my life that I can be like, okay, I can, like, picture that vividly. Oddly when, enough, that me too. Uh, Stewie obviously cannot remember where he was when the Challenger yeah, – One of those was. is missing. I was in a classroom. Yeah, well, you know, in Stu's defense, having known him in high school, you know, it doesn't matter I, I, what I year, school just all, he point. was probably asleep and school just all sort of blurred together for him. So <laughs> it, we'll just, we'll give it to him. Uh, I remember they wheeled a TV into our classroom and we yeah. were watching the shuttle launch and I remember watching it explode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, oddly enough for 9-11, I was working, I was a manager at a video store and I called off that day because I was not feeling well. And I came downstairs. It was a, uh, I was I was living with my fiance and her parents at the time. This was before I got married. It was right, literally right before I got married. I got married that uh, that October, right after nine eleven. So flying was fun. And uh, I came downstairs, and her dad's like, "Man, a plane just hit the World Trade Center." And I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> at that point, we didn't know, you know, that it was. When I first heard it, I thought it was like one of those little biplanes. You know, just those... yeah, that's, that's what, what I thought I too. Thought. Yeah. And then we're sitting there watching live when the second and one hit, and we're, we, we were both like, oh, shit, this is obviously not an accident. So, yeah, you're right. Those those are definitely, and like I said, I remember where I was when we heard about Kurt Cobain. They, they do kind of stay, oddly enough, I don't remember where I was when I heard. Uh, I do remember where I was when I heard about Paul Walker, though. I was with you, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> it was Thanksgiving. We were, we were at a friend's house Thanksgiving, and the news came on. I, I, we, I remember that very... He really was a treasure to cinema. Yeah, we, we, we <laughs> Hey, we love I don't, I don't care how stupid the Fast and Furious movie get. I, get, I love them. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> uh, and Varsity Blues is great. So, <laughs> No, it's just one of those things. I only remember it because we happened to be at a friend's house, and I remember the news coming on, and she's like, oh, Paul Walker just died. I'm like, really? Yeah, so that one's, that one's cemented in there, too. Um, so were you a fan... In the Bleach days, were you a fan in the early days, or did you come in around Nevermind? Like so, by total happenstance, I heard Nirvana. I heard a Bleach cassette tape from my cousin about a week before I heard Smells Like Teen Spirit That's for the awesome. first time. So I, I pretty much came on the wave of everyone. 
but I had a little bit of a backing from uh, from my cooler cousin. That's always it's, it's, so. You know, when you're young, you were always bragging. Like I was listening to him before that. No, in <laughs> fact, I was just claiming like that. It's not. I wouldn't say that exactly. I was tech, on a very tactical level. I was, but barely. I would have totally bragged about it. I was listening to him before. Everybody knew who they were. I, I mean, I do that. I do that now. So I was like, listen, I read the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books before the cartoon ever came out. So y'all just. I did not have a clue who they were before. Never mind. I'm watching Stu. I'm, I'm waiting for him to fall asleep. We had an interesting evening last night. Very late. Some crazy shit happened here. So Courtney Love, Courtney Love showed up. <laughs> she might know. as well have been. Yes. Pretty much. Might as well have been Courtney Love knocking on our door at midnight last night. <laughs> maybe maybe a drug addict knocking on our door. And we don't uh, live in a druggy neighborhood. So no, it was, it was a drug addict. Yeah, well, it was a drug addict, yes. Yeah, we're <laughs> I come out of my room like, what the hell's going on? He's like, uh, somebody knocking on the door. She's back. Mm. So, suffice it to say, he was freaked out all night that his motorcycle was going to get messed with, so he couldn't sleep. So, you know. <laughs> adventure, you guys. Don't, don't touch my motorcycle. We sound I'm like interesting boring. people, but we're really not. <laughs> so. I ate a bowl of cereal and I went to bed last night, and then that was it. I just woke up and, and worked. I mean, that would have been that would have pretty much been our night last night. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we would have eaten dinner, watched TV, and at some point I looked at him and said, See you, man. Which is what happened. Yeah, it was that just what happened. A little bit later, you know, I was laying. It in was bed. just that one hiccup in the night. I hear, I hear the shave and a haircut knock, and I'm like, "What the hell is he out there doing?" So I come out here, and he's standing at the front door looking out to people. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" He's like, "She's out there." I was like, "Oh my god, they're here." So yeah, it was interesting. We don't normally have those nights, so yeah, we just uh, just sort of happened. So. <laughs> You were a Nirvana fan in the 90s. You're still a big Nirvana fan today, I assume, right? I am, yes, I would say. Like I said, I always liked them. I I liked Nirvana a lot. I mean, I liked Teen Spirit when they first came out. So. I, I will admit fully to the fact that I was a mainstream Nirvana fan. That's what I knew. Yeah. That's what I listened to. Never, I don't think I've ever heard. I've, I've heard cuts off of Bleach, but I've never heard Bleach. I've never heard the album. I honestly, till researching, I didn't know who the Melvins were. <laughs> no idea. I liked, I liked early punk stuff, but not. I, I actually probably liked a little more later punk stuff. I mean, everybody liked the Ramones, right? But aside from that, I don't know that I knew a whole lot about them before. But Stu said you Nirvana was something you might want to talk about. I was like, well, that's kind of perfect. I mean, it really is because they're very important. It's a great segue into the '90s, into the '90s music. They kind of, it's actually kind of a perfect segue because Bleach came out in like 89, right? And then never mind like 91. So they they really did sort of open the door right into it. He had the grunge movement for a while. So would you say the grunge movement disappeared or just changed course? It morphed. Became something else. Yeah, more of the way we started getting into uh, the less abrasive kind of 90s alternative. And where that that overlap is, is I think... uh, you know, when grunge came, songs started being less about, like, chicks, maybe, and more about nothing. We started getting into that, like, where <laughs> lyrics are just more interpretive kind of era, and it wasn't so just, like, in your face, or this is a song about love or hate or whatever. And uh, and and that's that was grunge to me, and then that, I think, transitioned into 90s Alternative, which was a very, very much that, in a kind of a more accessible-to-the-ears, like, soccer mom way, you know? Yeah, because Stu and I had this discussion the other day. Um, what 
So we were bringing up grunge bands, and he kind of he mentioned like um, he he said like uh, Stone Temple Pilots and and Pearl Jam, and I'm like, D- are they grunge? D- uh, what category do they fall under? Like, I don't even know what you would call them. I mean, I guess it's just '90s rock, sort of, kind of. Yeah, right? in a way, like. Nirvana made grunge public, but grunge was there and probably at its grungiest before it was really popularized by Nirvana. And by the time Nirvana got in, that almost started sanitizing grunge to where you're getting into, like you said, yeah, like who just say Stone Temple Pilots and stuff, which is like a milder Pearl Jam, which right. is kind of a milder Nirvana. And, and before them, you did have like the real grungy grunge. So, yeah. I mean, you did have like, you know, like Mud Honey and these band and the Butthole Surfers for what they were for the one hit they had out there. And but I mean, they were still there. And these guys were definitely a little more punk. Yeah. And then you get and then so then it goes into like, again, the interest of accessibility. Then you have a band, say, like Sponge, who has plowed Mm. that like kind of heavy hit and follows it up with that Molly kind of like happy song. Right. And and then you get and the same thing with like bands like Goo Goo Dolls. It used to be just kind of rocky back in that era and then ended up going into their sort of like pussy phase. So that's what happened though with the bands. They just they 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 they, they were doing their rock thing and it all kind of like alternativized itself into nineties alternative in a very subtle, subtle uh way, I feel. Matt makes me feel great about myself because I would say the pussy eyes version is the version I probably like. <laughs> I, I love the Goo Goo Oh, dolls. no, no, no. I mean that in a negative way. You know, whatever. I, no, it, honestly, man, we, I've always joked around with Stu. Like, there's one thing that I I never can be that guy that, like, I wear what I want to wear. I listen to what I want to listen to. I watch the movies, and I'm not embarrassed by any of it. So some people are like, you know, they try to hide their they closet their certain things. And I'm like, hell no, man. I don't care if it's corny, if it's stupid. We're doing this stupid thing on Facebook right now, right? Yeah. Where you nominate someone and you're like, normally these things I'm like, I'm not doing that shit. I'm not doing that shit. But this one was kind of cool. It was like for the next 10 days, I, we want you to put just the album cover of an album that influenced you. Don't explain it. Don't say anything. Just the cover. And I'm doing mine, you know, because I thought that's kind of cool. I like the whole music thing. I like putting out what I, and today I'm like, I mean, I'm putting stuff like Hysteria by Def Leppard. You know, I've got, I've got some talking heads on there. I've got, the, I've got the cars on there. And today I was like, Simon and Garfunkel's greatest hits. <laughs> I'm like, hell yes. And I thought I'd catch some flack for it. No, everybody's like, Oh, that's awesome. We love it. I'm like, cool. I was a, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta stand up for that shit. Yeah. I'll fucking, I'll blast Taylor Swift when I'm driving around in my car. <laughs> fuck. It's good. I'll sing along. I don't care. Right. Judge Hitler. me. Judge me if you want. That's you, fine. I, I won't judge you. You might've lost me on it, but uh, no, I, I get that. She's, She's pretty catchy. It's it's hard not to kind of start bobbing your head. So it's, it really I don't, is. I don't feel so bad for digging Britney Spears then for back in the day. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, but what he will feel bad about, what I will call him out on, is when he went and bought the CD for the the Macarena. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was a regret. I regretted every minute of that one. And yet he listened to it. Not while there. you were doing the Macarena. That's right. I, uh, that sucker flew pretty far. Yeah, he got mad and chucked it out his car window because it was my sister, wasn't it? Uh, someone. It was like my sister and one of her friends were riding in the car with him, and they kept hitting repeat, repeat, repeat. And he finally got mad and hit eject and just threw it out the window. See how far that thing could fly. I'm like, there you go, man. And that's how Stu got rid of the Macarena, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was kind of the same when we were discussing the whole, the glam, like where did glam go because it, it – 
it just stopped, right? But it didn't stop. So this is sort of the same thing. It just morphed into something else. It just changed courses a little bit. It actually, Glam kind of broke off into two different paths, and it still existed. It just it just morphed, and that's kind of what grunge did too. It didn't didn't really go away. Does music ever really go? Is there a st- disco? <laughs> Which you know what it didn't though. It totally there's still disco type inspired stuff today. So does music ever really go away, or does it just become something? Because uh, then we else? got this like the what I would consider the resurgence of the uh, resurgence of the thing closest to grunge would be kind of that that sort of uh, I don't even know what you call it, but that like <sighs> Papa Roach, you know, Limp Bizkit, Puddle of Mud, uh, Nickelbacky kind of right. What is that kind of frat rock? I guess maybe I don't even know what you'd call it. I like the term that, frat rock. It would be the closest, I think, to kind of that. Everything's like a milder version of when it was cool. So that's like the the shitty grunge that we have now. Then we have like shitty punk now. Everything's sort of shittier now. We have like shittier <laughs> rap now. And oh, rap amen. Cool. Amen. I totally agree yeah. with that, man. So everything just kind of gets shittier. But yeah. it does come back. It all comes back in a shittier way. It's like making a copy of a copy of Xerox machine. It just gets it's, faded it's and shitty. never it's quite the more. same as the original. That's a very good way to look at it. Yeah. The guy's a genius. <laughs> How about it? It happens sometimes. All right. So, so we don't, uh, the, the one thing me and Stu talk, like, I don't, we don't, you know, I'm sure in, in the last however many years, because honest to God, I don't know how many years it's been. You were on what? Big Brother 12? 12? Season 12. And they're yeah, on yes. what? 21? 22? 20, 22, if it probably won't if happen. If they do it. They and why couldn't it? They're just shutting them in a house for three yeah, months right? right that's the safest place that's you test them all that. before they go in and they're, they're yeah you they're keep in. them quarantined two weeks beforehand and that's then... it it's the safest place to be right but i did have we're but we're both big brother fans now actually i didn't watch big brother Stu kept telling me you got to watch this show you got to watch this i'm like really because i don't it's a not, guilty obsession i'm not into reality tv and i just thought it was gonna be like survivor or something and i started watching i'm like oh wait this is awesome <laughs> this what is season great. did you start i started three or four years ago I started. Really? Yeah. I, I, I always said I wonder if I would be into the show if I started like after season seventeen because I'm like it's such a different show and it might be right. shitty and I will love it because I've just loved it forever. But you started late and you still like it. Oh huh? yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, l- luckily I started at season ten I with get, the All Stars. Ten was great. Yeah. I get mad. I yell at the TV. And so that was one of the things I was dying to ask you. So we people at home are watching this, right? We're watching it and we see what they want us to see. You know. We're not there 24 hours. We're getting an hour. Well, sort of. I mean, you can go watch on the internet, I guess, if you're like a crazy person. Yeah, like I don't that. do People that. Do. <laughs> yeah, we're not crazy like that. But we're watching. We get an hour, two hours a week, right? We we get whatever version. Obviously, they can make people out to be how they want to show them. They can show one side of them if that's what they want to do. So that's that was kind of what I was curious. Like, how is it? Actually, being in there, like, is it is it surreal? Is it is it does it get boring? Do you get bored? <laughs> No, no, I don't. I mean, I loved it. I was a fan. So I was every day was just like, holy shit, you know, I'm in uh, the Big Brother house. This is fucking weird, crazy. No, I mean, I don't. And I'm an only child. I can, I can just sit in my own thoughts for days and not get bored. So, and you have to, like, you get spent. There's so much isolation before. You're just, like, sequestered in hotels for, like, 11 days. So uh-huh. you just kind of get used to it. And, uh, and then you're playing. It's fun. I think it's fun. Well, all we ever see, like when they show it on TV, before there's like before there's a competition or anything, everybody's just always laying in bed. So you're like, do they do anything all day? Like, I mean, it's, it looks wonderful. <laughs> no, that is true. I mean, yeah, we do just kind of lay, but it's great. You just lay around in the pool. And, and I'll say this, like my season that I was on, 
we had a very summer campy cast. Like we were all fun and kind of like, even we were both, we were in competitions and stuff, but generally we all kind of liked each other. Like we weren't a very contentious season. So it was honestly like hanging around a house full of people you enjoyed all day in in a nice house with the pool and stuff. I could imagine in a more aggressive season where people were like at odds, that would be difficult because you're like around people you hate all the time. And like, that would be different. I think. I don't know. When it came to Rachel and Reagan, I thought it, that was going to be a cat fight. Big but time. or is right? That's what we think. But is, was that real, or is that just the version we no, got it was, to see? It was so real. But then, like, it happens, and then it's over in like ten minutes. Everybody's that's what like, I no one gives a shit anymore. But I don't know. TV probably doesn't make it seem like that. But that's the reality. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Like Reagan didn't talk to me for a good day and a half after I uh, told him about Stace, the the wife lie or whatever, and. Uh, <laughs> But what? But then in the day and a half, he did, and he was fine again. So it's it's just it's uh, not so dramatic. I think would be the difference. So we not. Yeah, Jason actually. We we went back and watched. Stu's like, you know, you got to watch Matt season. You got to watch Matt season. And when when you did that, I started laughing, and I was like, you know, everybody's gonna be pissed, but I totally get what he's doing. (laughs) Like I totally get it. And your attitude about it was so like. I told Stu, I said, you know, he. I bet he ain't thinking right now that I'm I'm going to make friends with people in this house. And you even say, I think at one point, you're like, I didn't know like I was going to be friends with people. So I didn't really, I thought it was hilarious. So Yeah, they wanted me to wait until finale to tell everybody about the lie. And I was like, no way, man. It'd be like the worst. If I had to like that, because everybody would be like hating me on finale. I go, I got to tell them early so that by finale everyone's like cool with me. Otherwise, I just like ruin everybody's good time. It's supposed to be like a celebration. Everybody all fucking pissed at me. That's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, that's the thing about the show. You got to really like learn to appreciate the game. It's a game. And some people forget that. It's like, it's a game. You're trying to win yeah. half a million dollars. That's why a lot. Of, that's a lot of why I don't like the modern seasons. But that The juries are just horrible. They're all so fucking, oh, these millennials. What's wrong with this guy? Everything's <laughs> everyone's so everyone's uh, holding a grudge throughout oh, all of it now. God, yeah. Get the fuck over it. Man. Well, like these kids never have had a problem in their life somehow. And then they get in a big brother and everything bothers them. You know, Stewie, Stewie almost tried out a couple of, well, that's been a little while now, and I try, he's totally should have done it. I'm like, you totally need trial for me, brother. I'd yeah, so why fail. not? I'd so fail. That would be great. Yeah, it's it's one of those shows. It has become a guilty pleasure. Like, I can't help it. It's it's so much fun to watch it now. And uh, He's been watching it for years, and when he told me, you know, uh, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to talk to Matt Hoffman. You know, he was on the show. I'm like, well, shit, I got to watch him. I got to watch the season. I got to watch Matt. So, is that the only back season you've watched? Um, no. Well, yes, in full. Stewie and I actually went a while back and tried to watch the very first season. Oh fuck! It's awful. <laughs> which, which oh, totally, there's like 90 episodes. Or something it's crazy so like weird, man. It's like, what is this show? Like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, they, they had an episode every day. And how did they make it out of that first season? Is beyond me. Also, Julie's hair is fantastic in the first season, so I don't know if you've seen it, but <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I remember uh I remember like within days this is a very hazy memory, you might have a better recollection. I within days of being in the house, some woman who went in married like broke up with her husband on TV, didn't she? And then they had like a big Doctor Drew special. It was all happening live. Do you I wanna this? say yes. I wanna say I remember Doctor Drew oh yeah, I do kind of remember this. Dr. Drew's always been involved with all kinds of, like, TV shit, and I kind of remember this. I think I forgot about this one. Yeah. We, I, we was Karen. We, we didn't make it through the first season. We started, and we were just oh, like, we, just, we can't do this. So I, I may have to go back and watch some of the other ones. 
Stu's always like going off about, oh, that's so and so, and that's so and so. I'm like, man, you are such a nerdy fan. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, I am too, though. Man. I'm the same way. And and like I said, he always he he was you know he's he's going to get on to me, but he was excited to meet you at Horror Hound because he's like. He's always one of my favorites because he's from Chicago. Seemed like a hell of a fun guy. <laughs> That's and... all it takes is to just be from Chicago. Other than that, you can be a total shitbag. As long as you're yeah, from Chicago, right? You'll exactly. win Kind of works for Stu. I mean, he is. He uh, is. Easy. He's been in Cincinnati for longer than he lived in Chicago, but it's still in there. You can't get it out of him. It's they are diehards. It, it's because of Stu that thing. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful that I watched I, I watched the Bulls their final se- well not their final season but might as well have been their final season the the last season was like you know Pippen Jordan and and uh, Rodman I I watched their ch- last championship season because of Stu he kind of got me into hockey which he's not even that big into but he gave me a a, a Ronick jersey a jersey yeah, I used to wear that all the time. So Stu's kind of gotten me. We have we have a picture of Chicago hanging in our living room. So it's just, and I'm the one who bought it. So <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it is it was a little odd, but no. He also he was he always just talked about. It. He's like, I don't know. He's he's kind of fun on the show. <laughs> you got you got to talk to the brains. There you go. Uh, the brains. Sometimes depends who you ask. <laughs> I don't, I, just, I don't know how that uh, alliance came about, but I still think you should have made it all the way to the end for that one. Yeah, I was. I I definitely fucked my fair share of things up. <laughs> I deserved my standing, but I learned from my mistakes. I feel. So, they, have you ever thought about trying to get back into it? Like, I know there's a bunch of them that do they, do go, they go repeat into the seasons. I mean, it wouldn't be up to me, but uh, I don't. I don't. I don't believe I am uh, particularly sought after. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I know Rachel were... got pushed back into it, and then she ended up winning. Yeah, no, right there, the next season. So do you, so, uh, you still watch it, I assume? No, I do. I watch okay. all the time. Yeah, he's obsessive. I watch. I I watch him on Twitter. I just competed uh, the other week in a uh, in the like a big brother online big brothers competition with all ex BB alumni. So it just happened like two weeks ago. After you were out, did you go back and watch your season? Oh yeah, I mean, I was. I'm a fan. I would have watched. I was. Yeah, absolutely. Was, was I love it, Big Brother? Was it weird? Like, <laughs> was it weird? Yeah, watching yeah, it was. It definitely was weird. I uh, I never watched the live feeds, and uh, and they're like that after dark shit, you know. Yeah. That they used to do, or they still do, maybe. I think so. And some of those are on the DVR. So I I started trying to watch one of them. There's just like us eating. It was just so fucking boring. <laughs> so I deleted all those. But I did watch the season. And uh, yeah, it was entertaining. I like seeing people like shit talking behind backs. So like, that's what's fun to me. So I like to see what other people are saying that I didn't know about. I, again, I appreciate the attitude of going. You know, and of course they're talking about me behind my back. We all are. It's competition. So yeah. So. Now fun. Stewie and Stewie and I will just talk shit right to each other's face. It usually backfires. Mm-hmm. I've always told him there ain't shit I say behind your back that I wouldn't say right to you, and it's true. I've I don't think I've ever kept anything from him that I haven't looked right at him and said it. It's probably why we've remained friends for all these years. Do we lose Kevin? I'm here. Okay. <laughs> now, Kevin, we talk shit about him behind his back all the time. We just, yeah, we talk about it in front of him, side of him. Is he well, a big, is he a big brother we... person, or does he not watch? Case... Uh, I'll see. I've caught a few episodes. I'll, uh, I'm, you know, I'm no, usually no. watching like weird-ass documentaries. He and, watches some know, really bizarre shit. No, it's more higher, highly evolved than any of us. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, he comes up, he'll get on here and go. You know, I recommend the show and off Netflix, and then it's like some Greek fantasy. Like I don't know what the hell he's talking about. 
like these shows. I, I asked him a couple weeks ago. I'm like, what the hell are you watching? Your Netflix feed and my Netflix feed are totally different, man. Oh like, yeah. He watches. It's like a. It's by the way, it's a Turkish historical <laughs> drama. Thank oh you. Oh my God! <laughs> Stop it. See, there you go. He's the cultured one. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> he's the one I go to museums and shit with. And he's the one that gets beat up too. Yeah, I don't think he's ever been beat up. I don't want to say beat up. I mean, what was the last time I got beat up? We don't know. Uh, give me my. You got five beat up minutes. in high school? Did... No, no. Um, <laughs> actually, choked somebody out in high school one time. Uh, you got you got that nerd strength, yeah. don't you? So, so Stu, Stu, and Kevin have always sort of like they're. I think they're closer friends than they like to admit, but they like to like butt heads a lot. So it's always <laughs> how do you how do how do you guys know KC? How does he fit into this mix? So I used to work for a uh, mail order pharmacy, and I was the we guy. We were drug dealers. We were drug dealers. We were drug pushers. I got to train everybody that came in. Well, no, that's not true. I didn't train everybody. I trained a lot of people. And Casey got a job there. And everybody, nobody could train him. And everybody was getting pissed off because he wouldn't listen to anyone. And so they were like, Jason, you do it. And I'm like, all right, I don't give a shit. So I go over, and I'm trying to tell him the way that it needs to be done. And he's not doing it. And he's doing his own thing. And I finally looked at him and was like, hey, it's cool, man. You can do it any way you want. I mean, you're going to get backed up and aggravated, but I'm not going to stop you. And eventually he figured it out, and he's like, got it. So it all worked out. So I didn't get aggravated. We hung out. We just kept talking. And, and a uh, few shows later, you know, we became we friends. Are. Yeah, Stewie met him through me. So so how is it yes. How is it in Chicago? I mean, is it uh, – I don't know with the lockdown. There's like, I know it's a little different every state. We just changed. We used to be – we used to be that you could uh, – you had to, the only place you could go was like the store – gas station or something but when you were at those places it was like fucking willy-nilly you could just go there you didn't have to wear masks or anything so it's like everything was closed so we have no economy but and you're and and then there's these epicenters that anyone can just go and spread their shit everywhere so now as of may 1st they said they did the more logical thing they they opened more businesses but they said to go anywhere you can't enter enter any building without a mask on so now uh now there's more places open, but uh, probably less germs being spread. That just happened. So there's not, there's no mandatory mask stuff here right now either. There's a couple places. Stewie and I have not worn. I've only worn a mask to one place, um, and oddly enough, it was a funeral. Which, by the way, a funeral during this was very, very interesting. And that's the only time I've really worn a mask because there's been no mandatory mask stuff here. I, I have a feeling that might change because they're slowly starting to open stuff back up. But we don't really go that. We go to the store, uh, and we play frisbee golf because there's nobody. Yeah. There's nobody out there, so it doesn't really affect us. But we don't really go anywhere else, which is why we've almost murdered each other a couple of times. So, <laughs> yeah, we're used to we're used to being around each other a lot, but still ha- be having the opportunity to get away. And lately, it's like we're just. And now that it's actually getting warmer weather, uh, we can do that. Yeah. Stewie will go out on his bike or something and he'll be gone for a few hours. So it's all yeah. Got to stay outside. Weather's been so shitty; it's finally picking up. Yeah. So I right. didn't. I didn't like I said. I didn't know how it was. I know certain states. I have friends out in like Arizona and stuff, and they didn't go into the lockdown till a couple of weeks after we did. And I'm like, well, how the hell is this going to work <laughs> if half these states aren't even doing it yet? So I, I need a haircut so bad. It's driving me crazy. <laughs> if you laugh, dude, I will punch you right in the nuts. I swear to God. <laughs> I needed a haircut. How did I too. not do that? <laughs> I needed a haircut too. 
So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself a fade. And at first it was working really well. And then I screwed up with the clippers. And so I was bald for a couple of weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, see, I'm afraid I won't do it. He I feel like I'll fuck it up. Bald. Well, I figured no better time, right? Because no one's yeah. going to see him. Nobody could see, you know, I, I only went out if I chose to, and I could wear a hat. So it's growing back. You no, know, it's just practice, fellas. I mean, when you're working with some clippers, just get a <laughs> couple of mirrors. It'll be good. You shave your head. So it really, <laughs> it's easy <laughs> for you. I'm about to do the, the dye job in Mohawk. So Stewie, oh, I keep telling him to do the mohawk, man. I think everybody, all you listeners at home, write us and tell Stewie he needs to do the mohawk. Because what what better time, man? It had to be the the fat mohawk, though. I can't do like the small one. It's a fat mohawk. All right, well that's fitting. You should do that. I am fat. Well, I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> are, well, are you gonna grow out the mohawk and make it really tall? Liberty spikes. He can't, man. He's got the curly hair. Yeah, it's it's mm, a fro, it's right. a frohawk, not a frohawk. <laughs> But yeah, um, so it's got, it sounds like you get you're staying pretty safe over there. You're you're doing what you need to do. So yeah, like I said, I've been uh, working home for like I said quite a while. So it's kind of business as usual here. It's just fucking not being able to have any extra fun is sort of a bust. So when spending we, way too much money on DoorDash, right? As well. Oh God, <laughs> DoorDash and Amazon. <laughs> a lot of Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys aren't hurting for business right now. <laughs> yeah, the stimulus check stimulated Walmart and Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're stimulating the economy, you know. We actually met when we met you. You were you were with Lloyd Kaufman. Trauma, yeah, yeah. So what what brought all that about? What just because you like? I trauma met Lloyd or? in a urinal at Flashback Weekend um, <laughs> in Chicago many many wait, years wait, ago. You said urinal? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I was peeing next to him, and this was probably 2008, maybe or nine at the latest, and uh, and I was a trauma. I've always been a huge trauma fan, and so I waited until we washed our hands, and then I you know shook his hand or whatever. And he he's a chatty dude, so he just started uh, talking me up and asked what I did, and I was doing web design at the time. So he's like, hey, you want, I need help with our website. That's and I said, awesome. yeah, I'll do it. So I just kind of, I became Troma and Lloyd's web guy, which I still do to this day. That's fantastic. And then anytime they have these, you know, the cons in the Midwest, I'll, I'll drive out there and they, you know, set me up with the booth. It's good to see everybody catch up and all the Horror Hound crew and everybody else at these conventions. So we had a discussion about that because when we were talking about it and I said, you know, uh, I, I didn't. I was like, was he in like a trauma movie or something? You know, I didn't. Lord knows. Have you ever been in one? Have you done any like cameos in a trauma movie? No, but the one that is, they they're in post production now on their next release uh, that they just got done shooting, and I did some music in that one. Oh, that's sure. that's awesome. Yeah, we that's... were we were talking about it. I'm like, we're gonna have to do like a Toxic Avenger episode. We have to do some early early uh, trauma. Well, if that ever happens, you gotta call me back because yes. that is like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite. Absolutely, series. and that's what we were talking about. I'm like, we're we're gonna have to get with him, find out what what involvement he has with trauma because he. And I told Stu, since you are a creep show fan as well, I said, you know, maybe we'll have to have him come back somewhere like October and do like a Halloween creep show edition because I love sure. the creep show movies. Do you watch? Have you been watching the series or? So I saw my friend just texted me uh, the other day. He goes, AMC is doing creep show. I go, is it another se- uh, season? And it turns out, I guess I saw it like a year ago and AMC must've picked it up and started. It's the same series that ran. It's like six episodes and it's decent for sure. I love yeah. anthology series is 
And in the scheme of anthology shows, this is a this is a decent one. It's not bad. I appreciate that they started off with a Stephen King. I thought that was kind of cool. You know, they yeah, did, it's kind of kind of fitting. So I think the animation sequences are awesome and like very kind of reminiscent of it. Yeah, but they overdo a lot of the gimmicky. So those like light seek, you know, like the comic book backgrounds. A little bit. It's all right. It's cool. It's a cool. little bit. I mean, the original one, you know, was very tongue in cheek with that stuff. Oh yeah, it was great. And then. Uh, I, I probably saw Creepshow 2 way more growing up because of the era. that it, I like that, too. That it and came then out. 3 was just like, oh, my God. I didn't even know there was one. Stewie uh, said that boy. you mentioned the, all, the three movies. I'm like, there's a three? <laughs> Be careful about watching that one. I didn't even know it existed. So, but now now I have to. You know that, you, right? you have to. It's, it's so fucking bad you have to watch it. <laughs> I totally have to watch it. Now. He loves bad movies, I love too. bad movies. Oh, this is yeah. like really really bad especially <laughs> coming off of such like a great two films this is like abysmal man not only do i love bad movies i love making Stu watch them because he hates bad movies oh my God. <laughs> gouge my eyes out of the have you seen this one Stu? no i have not oh you gotta do it man if you have nothing it's fucking quarantine you have nothing else to do do it tonight it's great it's do it tonight yeah yeah i didn't sleep last night i could definitely just not sleep tonight <laughs> Stu's not a horror I movie recommend team it's not that scary He's not a horror movie guy. He's he's watched a few. I've probably dragged him through a couple of them. I love anything horror. You know, it's it's, it's my genre. Wait, it's not a horror movie guy. No, Horror Hound was because um, again, I love that stuff. We we knew the NOTLP guys, and I talked him into going to Horror Hound. He was like, "I'm not gonna like this because I don't like oh, horror movies." And I was like, "Yeah, but dude, look at all the people that are there. He loves them. Absolutely loves Horror Hound conventions." Has, I go mainly because there's a lot of pop culture, like pop, yeah. pop movies. Well, he doesn't like horror movies, but he likes weird people. Yes. <laughs> so yes. he likes the people there. I think that's why I, got, uh, I found I found that the trauma booth exhilarating. <laughs> exhilarating. Yeah, there's definitely great people watching. Yeah. Yes. Stu and I, we, we did not go to the very first Horror Hound. I think we were at number two. Yeah. We started on the second one. We go in, and we, we were early admission, so Stu and I walk in the door. I love telling the story. He hates it so much, but I love it. Wow. First person we ever met was Rowdy Rowdy Piper, and he's he's just sort of there. So we walk up, and we introduce ourselves, and you know I'm talking to him. There's hardly anybody there yet, so it's, it's really kind of dead. And I'm talking to him, and he walks up to Stu, and he goes, <laughs> he extends his hand and says, How are you doing, man? And Stu goes, Thank you. I was like... <laughs> That was the best thing that's ever happened in my life. Shut up, dude. Uh, and then we had a, oh, God, 20, 25-minute conversation with Michael Berryman where he, proceed, nicest dude in the world, but completely batshit crazy, proceeds to tell us about this giant government computer that listens and tapes all your phone calls. It was wow. It was awesome. It, but it was cool. Stu was kind of hooked, man. It just sort of. He, he was like, there was, was an era of horror around that was just like such drunken debauchery. Yeah, we were, all yeah, we were a part of that. <laughs> and then it seemed to kind of like die out a little bit. Like, yes. I remember like be after Horror Hound for this run of years, it was just like, where's the next party? And then where's the next one? Yes. And the next one, they were just like all over. It's, and and uh, yeah, that kind of isn't the same anymore. It's when they went to the convention hall. The Cincinnati ones, died out. yeah. The Cincinnati ones aren't as good because they're not in the hotel anymore. They're at the convention center across the street, so it's not. It kind of started dying down a little. We had some crazy, like we would come with people from, like we have friends all over, so different states. We would all merge at Horror Hound. We have like crazy stories. John Kassir, 
we have him singing. We, we were in the bar, and it's Stewie's birthday. And we go up to him, and he sings Happy Birthday to Stu as the Crypt Keeper. It was just, we had, <laughs> oh, it was great. That, that was the best time ever, and I'm still upset that we can't find that damn recording. Yeah, we have it recorded somewhere. He just comes up, and he's like, Happy Birthday, too. And it was like, just random shit like that was happening left and right. And it was it was a blast. It was so much fun. So. And it had Pinhead getting drunk in the bar. <laughs> Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, it was always a good time. So we, we like I said, there was, a, there was a few year period there where, all these guys got mad at me because I sort of disappeared from the face of the not, you know, but I wasn't going to those sorts of things anymore. Now I'm now I'm single again, man. Let's go. So it's Cincinnati out. was the water park one, right? Back yeah. in the day. Yeah, the water park. Yeah, that, that water anymore. park's closed now. Yeah, but uh, they do it across the street at the big convention center, and yeah, the party's part of it still goes on in the hotel, but the water park is. I believe the Indianapolis one was the the better one anyway. Columbus was pretty good too. Columbus, I uh, had magic pizza. Magic pizza, and Kevin was literally riding white people like horses. I come out. Uh, motorboated a lesbian, spoke <laughs> a little bit of Russian in a Japanese bar, trying to hit on a Japanese girl, and we uh, did a really ended up being an ambulance after the end of the night. He was an ambulance, and we did a really bad rendition of Kokomo and karaoke. Yep. That was all. Yeah, that Columbus. sounds like oh, a horror hound. It was a horror hound, and that I believe that's the one where I met you. So it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, those were the good days. <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. We're hoping to bring some of that back. We've talked to a lot of people, and we're like, hey, you know, let's get out to the next one. Like, let's all meet up like we used to. And well, man, it's been awesome having you on the show. Um, like you said, we definitely would love to have you back, especially if you want to do some trauma stuff. Stu probably not overly acquainted with trauma stuff. I bet he's probably seen Toxic. <laughs> I, Avenger. I've seen Toxic Avenger. So, uh, Sergeant Kabuki Man. Oh, Kabuki Man. What about Class of Nukem High? Have you seen that one? Because that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, oh, yeah. that sounds familiar. I didn't know anybody did Kabuki Man. <laughs> Poultry Guys did anything here? Uh, <laughs> probably get Lloyd on, uh, to talk about trauma. He's got all his appearances are canceled. He has nothing else going on. <laughs> that would be awesome, too. Oh, that would, I, you that know, would. I've never really had a conversation with Lloyd Kaufman. I've, I, you know, a horror hound, I've said hi and, you know, what everybody does as they're passing by, but I, he's, I've you know I've read a lot of interviews and articles and stuff. He's got to be an interesting guy. He's got to be. Oh, he's hysterical. Yeah, he is. He's a trip. Yeah, that would be awesome. We we definitely need to keep in contact and 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 do that. So now we'll hound you. We'll bug you. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stu told us. Like I said, we met Casey and I met you, but Stu actually talked to you, and he's I guess kind of a little bit pseudo kept in contact a little bit here and there over the last few years and. So he's like, oh, he's a great guy. He's real friendly. He gets along with everybody. So we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all true, all true. So, yeah, Stu. Oh, no, it's fun. Well, man, it's been awesome talking to you, man. Agreed. I, yeah, it's fun. Appreciate you coming on the show. We'll uh, we'll let you know. I mean, if you want to torment yourself by listening, we never pretend to be a good show. We're just a show. We figured, what better time? And right now for people to listen, because what else do they have to do? Listen to our show. Nothing else going on. So you want to, uh, I don't I don't know if you do the thing where, where you uh, want people to follow you anywhere or anything. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they if they, if they want, yeah. The, the, all the Big Brother fans that are also into 80s and 90s pop culture, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Head of Hoffhold. I'm not even going to bother. Just Google Matt Hoffman Twitter. Uh, then uh, if you're into art, uh, like uh, gory, bloody artwork, uh, special effects work, you can find me on Twitter. Or I'm outside Instagram. I don't know where I'm. On Instagram at uh, gremlin underscore FX. 
So we'll actually, believe it or not, we might have quite a few people that'll check you out there. We actually, a, a big, because of Horror Hound and what we do, we, we have all these friends that started doing other shows and are really into that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if they weren't interested. Oh, then let me, uh, let me plug that more better. <laughs> That's on Instagram kids <laughs> at gremlin <laughs> underscore FX. Hey, don't, don't you do that uh, cameo too? I do, yeah. Yeah. I'm on cameo. If you have uh, money just burning holes in your pocket and you want to waste your <laughs> stimulus check on video messages from Matt Hoffman, you can find me on cameo. I the got video it. message app. So, uh, so this is where is this where you do like birthday greetings and random shit? Yeah, like whatever. I have one actually sitting. I'm sitting on it. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's totally for my for my sister's birthday because she won't have a clue who you are. Nikki, look, 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 look. Every time I do them, I'm doing. I'm going like, do these people really know who I am? Because here's what I think happens every time. I think this must happen. Like it's always the request predominantly, not always, are like. Hey, uh, this is for so and so, my friend, blah, blah, blah. She's a big brother fan. And and implying that the person who requested it is not. And I'll, sometimes they'll even say it. They'll be like, I don't really know the show, but I know she's a fan. So what I think they do is they go on Cameo and they search for Big Brother. So they see all these people. They have no idea who they are. They go, oh, well, my friend just likes Big Brother. I'm just going to pick one. And they pick me because I'm like the cheapest. So they go, this guy's cheap. So I feel like I get all the people who like don't. They may or may not know who I am, but I was on Big Brother. <laughs> hey man, you making money off of it? That's what I'm. Yeah, all it's, right. It's crazy. That's awesome. Or, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Might as well ride that one, right? I was, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he yeah. said they pick me because I'm the cheapest. So hey, it's working. I'm the cheapest. So. Suspend stimulus check. You can get tons of video messages with all them. <laughs> I'm a bargain. That's fantastic. Maybe, uh, maybe we need to get on the, the cameo. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> you guys should. Anybody can get on cameo. It was really weird back when we did Obscure 80s, when we did our first show. We became kind of like uh, D-rate <laughs> celebrities to this degree that we didn't understand it. Like, we would walk into conventions. And we didn't. We really didn't get it because we did a audio show. But people would walk up and know who we were, and they'd be like, you're the 80s guys. And we're like, this is fucking weird. Just stop it. Like, we just get on and talk about dumb shit because it's fun. was around back then. You right. We'd have been rolling in dough. We'd be rich. <laughs> you know, they always knew Stewie. That was the weird part. They knew him as soon as they saw him. They would walk across the room and be like, you're Stu, right? We're like, how the fuck did that just happen? But it happened. It was weird. A lot. Nobody ever recognized the rest of us. Just Stu. <laughs> He sort of fits exactly what you think he is. It's that's who he is. So I think it just worked. But Matt, we really appreciate it, man. We'll let you go. So we don't want to keep you on all night. But we're definitely going to reach out to you again as long as you're cool with it. And we'll we'll do a creep show episode with you. And and we have to do. It. We absolutely have to do a, an eighties trauma. Oh, watch uh, Creep Show Three. That's your homework. <laughs> we will. I, I will watch it, especially now. You guys will never call me back again. <laughs> Well, this I guy's have an to. asshole. I have to for my sister's watches. birthday. I... <laughs> <laughs> Save up that ten dollars. <laughs> oh man! Again, man, we really appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on and joining us, man. Ah, oh, it's fun, man. It's good catching up. We'll uh, get out to that Orhound for sure. If yep. It happens. We'll uh, we'll we'll have Stewie let you know uh, if we hear any word about it. The the fall one. We're thinking that that one may or may not happen. I don't. They're expecting crazy shit to happen in the fall. Did they even know the proposed date it was supposed to be or no? Well, the one that was supposed to happen in March was supposed to be May, but that's totally gone now. Yeah. And yeah. So as far as the, the next one, 
the it's usually September. right around the yeah. September. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's oh. Nathan and uh, them have not said anything about that day yet. So people, yeah. I don't think anyone even knows how to plan anything right now. I don't think they do either. I think everybody's afraid to do anything in the fall because they they're saying, oh, we could have a second outbreak, and so I don't. Lord knows, you know. So, but we'll we'll keep you posted. If we hear something, we'll let you know. Yeah, we, awesome, we, us, we usually post the the show on Sunday nights, so I'll I'll give you a heads up when that happens. Yeah, let me know, please. Send me a link or whatever. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks, guys. Take right, care. Take you have a great man. night. Yeah, take it easy. But so there was some Nirvana. <laughs> we did talk Nirvana. Uh, I said we weren't going to yeah. get into Big Brother, but it was kind of like it kind of had to happen. It was just fun to talk to him about it. It really was. Um, he he's he has such a fun goofy personality about the whole thing he's he's easy to talk to when it comes to that stuff so some people you always feel bad like do i want to talk to somebody about their past projects but he he seems really into it and the fact that he's still an uber fan kind of helps out too so yeah it was it was really nice having matt on the show uh he seems like a really great guy if you ever if you're ever out at a convention and and he's there just go up and talk to him he's he's a great guy he'll he'll talk back yeah he's the little guy with tattoos everywhere he's a little guy with tattoos but that could be you. That's not Stu. <laughs> right? That's what it could be you, Stuart. What are you talking about, man? I'm uh, little. I have tattoos. He's little. In height. He's little in other ways, too. Like, he's not built like you. Yeah. Oh, Skinny is what I'm getting at. Oh, man. So, like I said, next episode we're going to be doing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, it was really cool. We're, we will definitely be reaching out to him. Uh, I would love to do a trauma episode and torture Stewie with, with a couple trauma movies. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be cool to get uh, uh, Lloyd Kaufman on there as well. You know, Stu might not like the trauma movies, but then again he might find some kind of weird, like, okay, this is kind of silly and fun in, in a – he might kind of get the humor. He he's he might. They're purposely bad. Like they know they're mm-hmm. bad. That's what makes uh, Lloyd Kaufman's kind of a, kind of an amazing person that he can have a whole career making really pretty much no budget movies and everybody watches them. So yeah, trauma doing a trauma episode would be great. So my it, I'd always seen Toxic Avenger because uh, the USA and oh all night yeah. yeah. Uh, but believe it or not, my mom got me into some trauma stuff. They're like, "You got to watch these movies," so I did. So, sort of happened. But that was Matt. Go over to Cameo and pay him to sing somebody happy birthday or leave a voice message or whatever the hell they do on Cameo. I don't really know much about it. Stewie told me about it, so it's it's a it's a weird thing. So. Like he, he does, vi- he can do video doing for that. Awesome. <laughs> he can do a video or whatever so uh next week will be the teenage mutant ninja turtle episode i don't what, know what? we've got about five or six different really cool ideas so we'll just have to amongst ourselves figure out what we what direction we want to go after that got some really cool stuff wouldn't mind doing some 80s like maybe a cartoon or something we need to like or even a 90s cartoon but probably 80s um because I'm not going to lie and say I didn't, I didn't watch cartoons in the 90s because I did. Every day, I man, I come home from school, I would cook up my ravioli, my Chef Boyardee ravioli, and I'd watch DuckTales, like, first thing. 
Wasn't that this morning? No, I didn't watch DuckTales this morning. No. No. Darkwing Duck, some uh, Tailspin, yeah. Yeah, Hell yeah, with Disney Afternoon. We totally need to do a Disney Afternoon episode. Darkwing Duck, Tailspin, Bonkers, uh, Mm. Goof Troop. The Rescuers. The the what? Oh, the Rescuers, yeah. Yeah, the Rescuers. You guys do either if you want to amend what you just said. Uh, The Rescuers is a Disney cartoon about two mice. Uh, oh, Chippendale! Uh, Chippendale Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. Rescue Rangers. There you yeah. go. Yes, they were part of the Disney afternoon. Yep. So we'll have to do a whole episode on that. No, actually, today. So while I'm working, and I wasn't doing this, my boss, uh, she does it. So she, on one of our conference calls, she's like, "Anybody been watching anything good while you're at work?" I'm like, what? Yeah. You've been watching anything? I was like, no, I haven't watched it. She's like, well, that's part of the fun of working at home. You get to watch it all day. So I have been. And today, I actually, she, she's like, oh, I just finished like season seven of Top Model. I'm like, well, I'm probably, probably not going to watch that. But uh, today, I watched a horror movie called Polaroid, which is, which was fine. It was pretty standard. This is what every horror movie plot line does. But it was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just a horror movie. Um, I, I watch a lot of YouTube videos while I'm at work because <laughs> I like to have something on that if I get a call or something, I can mentally kind of shut off. You know, I don't I, I'm not so invested in it because if it's if it's a movie that I'm really invested in, I find, out, oh, shit, I'm not working and I probably need to get back to work. Um, that's how I watched uh, the, the couple episodes of Weird Science. The series was when I was at work. I watched all of The Office again. I've already seen The Office, but I watched the whole series over again. Most of it was. I, some of it I, I'd started before the whole lockdown thing, so I didn't. I wasn't like. But yeah, uh, but no, well, I'll have to do some trauma and stuff while at work. That'd be interesting. Unfortunately, Stewie can't do that. Nope. Well, he can. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they probably wouldn't like it. Is what I'm getting at. No. Nope. Anyway, uh, TNG and Turtles, we'll figure out what we're doing after that. Um, we've got some really cool stuff, and we, we, we've got more guest stars and stuff. Guest stars? Guest hosts? People that we want to come on. Uh, some old friends that we've reached out to and said, hey, why don't you just do an episode? I know uh, Fozzie we've talked to, Alexander we've talked to. Um, so these are just guys we've known from podcasting and horror conventions and stuff like that that we're going to have come on and do some episodes with us have you so true stories was brought up which i'm totally game for have you do you know anything about true stories casey uh, i don't so it's david byrne right from the talking mm-hmm. heads made this movie it's kind of an underground movie john goodman's in it there's actually quite a few people in it it's a very bizarre movie i think you're gonna love it i think stewie's gonna hate it <laughs> but I have a feeling you're gonna love it. I don't. Maybe not. It's very, looking forward to it. It's very vanguard. So expect some weird shit. But uh, so we're that's gonna be we're gonna do that on an episode. So we got a lot of stuff coming. Um, we said you guys can always write us. Uh, it's your mixtape podcast at gmail dot com. Let us know how we're doing. Even if you think we suck, let us know anything. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss, absolutely send it over. Let us know. You can follow our Facebook page, which is The Mixtape Podcast, right? Yes. The Mixtape Podcast. Um, you can follow us over there. It's it's really cool. Um, when we do certain episodes, we we always 
announce what's coming up. We let you know when stuff's out. We do a lot of post a lot of pictures and stuff. There's a very special little video clip right now for Batman Beyond. The once you've seen it, <laughs> once you've seen it, you can't unsee it clip. Casey, if you haven't went over there and checked it out, for those of you, I'm going to do it. Yeah, for those of you who listen to the casting call, wait till after we get off here. Yeah. Uh, there's a I made a little special clip so you could see all our cast was up there so you could see who we were picking for stuff and whatnot. So go over there and follow us on that. Um, as we mentioned with Matt, probably made the cut. We are on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and I'm. St- uh, that's it. I got nothing else. Do either of you? No, Stewie's just shaking his head. He ain't even gonna bother with it. He's just like, no, I ain't got shit to say. KC, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You guys suck. All right. Sometimes. So, as is always the case, people, thank you for listening. And until next time we speak to you here on the Mixtape Podcast, stay, stay awesome. awesome. Stay awesome. I'm so happy because today from my friends in my head I'm so ugly that's okay cause so are you look on his Sunday morning is every day for all I care and I'm not scared by my candles in our days cause I found God
That's okay, cause so are you Broke our mirrors Sunday morning It's every day for all I care And I'm not scared Light my candles in our days Cause I found God been skinny but you're like half the size you're now you're quite a bit smaller in that picture i'm just saying might have been 10 years ago so (laughs) 11 years ago somewhere in there hi casey howdy what's up going on nothing we were just jamming to some nirvana jamming or just slowly i I used lithium Used I, I used lithium, so it made things a little better. <laughs> it's fitting. 